0: Monsterbaiters, check out our merch store featuring an exclusive t-shirt design by artist Nick Calavera. Your purchase directly supports this content, and you'll look cool doing it. Visit teespring.com stores slash monster porn, or our website, monsterpornpodcast.com. Hey, Matt. You summoned me?
1: Hey, Brett. Uh, yes. I sent you a text. It's not like I used a circle in witchcraft. What's the problem? You remember how a few episodes ago, I wrote a story about strange sounds from the basement keeping my wife up at night? And then it turned out to be... Me, basically? Yeah, uh, you did inspire the character. But look, I wrote the story to creep out my wife because they're actually have been noises coming from the basement.
0: And this brings us to why you are poised outside of the basement door, armed with... Is that your daughter's toy Wonder Woman sword and shield?
1: Yeah, that's all I've got. All right, I'm going in. You cover me on three. Got it?
2: Cover you with what? Your arcane magic, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, hold on. I think I can hear it through the door. It's like this shameful whimpering, like
1: of a spooked dog. Uh, that was me. Gird your loins, man. On three. One, two,
3: You? Blood of the gods, Matthew. Good to see
0: you bitches, too. Hey, guys. Puggles? Patrick?
1: What is this? You're set up at Matt's old writing desk. Kicked back with your hooves up and watching a a typewriter that seems to be typing itself by candlelight? With Patrick's head still in a jar? You're the one with the head in a jar! Besides, someone's gotta keep our puggy pal company!
0: Ugh. And an ashtray full of toenail clippings. Yeah, this is a writer's lair if I've ever seen one. What wickedness do you work now, swine fiend? Since
3: you ass-queefs are too good for me now, I'm starting my own podcast with shuggoths and hookers. Mm. What do you mean? This typewriter is pulling in new writing in real time from live writers elsewhere in the world who suck fewer balls
1: than you do.
0: Matt represents that.
1: What is this? It says, The King's Maze by Byron F. McBride? Let me see that. Hmm,
0: a narrative poem. Miles of stonework sprawled before him. The King's Maze was King Asmodeus' masterpiece. Though for those few who found its center, they found the king had something to hide. Something so terrible it had to be contained within this structure. Our hero rested his hand on the arch of the entrance. A chill ran up his spine at the cool touch. Something in its simple stonework whispered terror into his soul. With a step he crossed the threshold left hand trailing along the wall. He would find what hid within and expose Asmodeus for the devil that he was. Our hero felt the air cool, breath fogging, the world twisted, rolling onto its side. He lost all sense of up or down and soon fell upon his knees. As he raised his head, something had changed. The stone was different, alternating path inlaid with dull metal. He stood unsteadily and placed his right hand upon the wall. Slowly, he began to walk again. Footsteps echoed in a rapid cascade beyond and behind him, louder until they seemed not to be his. Something followed far behind him, thunderous hooves stampeding. He cried in horror as he turned about, arms raised across his face. The cry thundered in crashing resonance but soon all fell silent. He lowered his arms and found it changed again. The stones stacked in intricate swirls. The path, metal, and wood shaped intricacies, all of which depicted a phantasmagoria, a crown enwrapped in hands and swirling smoke. People clutching faces, screams issued from twisted shock. He trembled as he wrapped his arms around himself seeking warmth of some kind. The air was so cold here. He walked a while more, the cold slicing through him. Soon his eyes grew heavy as unknown warmth encircled him, collapsing against the wall. He lay for but a moment before his eyes flew open. Again it had changed. The stone a fantastical design and set with gems of all colors. Upon the floor the design had changed once more. The crown now was grasped by twirling tentacles of purple and black, eldritch things tearing off the flesh of their own faces. But he was finally warm. So warm. Somewhere far ahead something began to beat. A thumping low and ponderous. He did not hesitate. This was what he had sought. He was sure of it. As he turned a corner, something occurred to him. He had not turned a single corner before this, only ever curving walls obliterating at the horizon. This thought was swept away as the center came into view. Red light flooded his senses, cinnamon and blood. The sound shaking his bones, the sight of all that was hidden, the flesh, the words, the steel, left him tasting something acrid and fearful. There was no escaping. He knew this. The truth here would die with him, and that death would come swiftly. On wings of silken skin, the thumping beating its sky-long span, the claws descended. Hmm. A weird writer after our own warped hearts. Yeah, that was good. Anything that ends with claws and unspeakable entities is right for monster porn. For monster porn? These are not for your podcast. Welcome back to monster porn, bacon legs. What's this one? Whoa, 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 Dr.
3: Strangely Single.
1: <laughs> These are my recruits. And you're our recruit, editor-in-chief of the Haunted Typewriter? I don't work for you. You work for me.
0: You know what goes well with bacon, Matt?
1: No, what's that?
0: The merry satisfaction of never hearing Puggle's voice again. Oh, that is good.
3: Damn it all! Oh. I am the desolator of Abath-Kanath. You cannot be rid of me. You know the cost.
0: (laughs) I summoned you, and I will just as happily banish you.
3: Yeah, you summoned me by complete fucking accident, you stupid bald Merlin. You couldn't banish your way out of a wet paper sack. Your mom knows otherwise.
1: Somebody's extra spicy today. So what have you got there, Brent?
0: It says... The Heart of a Monster by Amberly
2: Griffin The dirt felt good under my fingernails, cleansing somehow, washing me of my sins. Not that I thought it was a sin. I giggled at the idea of sin. She would be here soon. I couldn't savor the moment much longer. There would be another opportunity soon. There were no shortages for my line of work. I mounded. Piled the dirt. Only a little hill. Just big enough. The night was clear. The almost full moon shone through the trees.
0: Not bright enough to sting, but enough to cast finger shadows on the ground. Standing up, I brushed my hands off on my special dress. The black one, which hugged my otherworldly curves. Walking up through my back garden, I saw the headlights pull into the drive.
2: My feet moved faster, wanting to meet my next client at the door. They got a little skittish. Humans, which is fair enough, I guess. I think I remember it being scared. Maybe. All I know is the fear
0: smells delectable. I was at the door before she made it to the doorbell.
2: My sisters stirred, smelling her presence, but they knew the rules. Paying clients were off limits. If they wanted a place to sleep, In the light hours, that is. She jumped as I opened the door, and I couldn't help but smile. The fear on humans is like chocolate chips on a cookie. The
0: cookie is delicious without them. But if you could choose between chocolate chip or no chocolate chip... I directed the woman to the lounge room. A single red lamp glowed on the coffee table. Mostly for her benefit, not ours. We could see just fine in the dark. Do you have the photos? I asked as she seated herself across from me. My sisters stalked around us, in the shadows. And I could see it on her face. She could sense them. Hairs on the back of her neck tingling. Some
2: instinctive reflex lost to evolution. Hackles raised. Fight or flight. With a trembling hand,
0: she handed me the two photographs I had asked for in the text message. One of a boy, barely a man. At least that is what his face was trying to tell you. Smile on sweet lips, worn like a holster. Hair neat and
2: swept to one side petals on a carnivorous plant. I knew a predator when I saw one. We recognize our own, except this one was all human. He... It happened at the address on the back, said the woman. I looked her over, gray regrowth showing on her roots, chasing chestnut hair. She was
0: dressed in tracksuit pants, and jumper, but her posture said she normally wore suits. I flipped the photo to check out the address. I knew the club. It was funny how they all seemed to hang out at the same places, like feeding at a watering hole. Lions prowling around a herd of trusting
2: gazelle. May I ask what what did you want the other photo for? She asked. Disgust. Fear. Sadness. Worn on her face. Face worn. Worn out. I flicked the pick of the predator onto
0: the table in the circle of red lamplight and looked at the other
2: picture. A mess. Blood. Bruises. Open. Pain. All of the pain. Dead. I slapped the photo face down on the coffee table. I'd like to see what they are paying for, I lied. Detective Morris gave you my number? The woman nodded. He has rich folks, huh? This monster. I said gesturing to the man in the red light. She nodded again, mouth tight, eyes red. I knew the look. I had seen it too many times. The tear-tired, the broken-up, worn-to-the-bone sort of grief. I held out my hand. I didn't have to ask. She knew what I was after. She handed me a stack of money, which I didn't count. I never did. People paid what they thought to be fair, or what they could afford. Hey, we were still getting a free meal out of it.
0: The club was the same. Bass beats thrummed
2: through me to the pulse of the bodies on the dance floor. Slamming, waving, heaving, stinking of sex and alcohol. I could hear, feel their hearts beating, pumping lifeblood. I could have danced. A very long time ago. I might have. Allowed myself to be swept away in the current of music and bodies. But now, all the dance has left me. There are no beats, no pulse in this body. So. I simply stand in the shadows. Unnoticed. Unnoticeable. Just the way I like it. The way I intended it. But I didn't have to wait long. Predators like him liked to get started early. More night for them to, for lack of a better word, play. He stood close to a girl. Girl, chestnut brown hair like the last one. Drunk as fuck, stumbling like an idiot. Trusting like a fool, thighs showing, glowing, sweat and glitter, perfume and lipstick smearing. I sniffed the air under the sex and grog, the sweat and the cigarettes, the fear and the lust. I could smell. The little treat he had for her, waiting to slip it into her drink. I smiled. I liked it when I was avenging one and saving another. She would need to pee eventually. Drunk girls pee a lot.
0: True to form, two songs later she was stumbling off
2: toward the ladies' room, and I watched him. Watching her. Hand moving, floating above her drink, like it was nothing. Fairy dust, sprinkled. That cunt. There was no remorse, no care, no
0: hesitation. It hadn't even been a week since he was let off for the last
2: one. Her corpse barely cold. Her blood dry. I had to work quickly, but quick is something we specialize in.
0: Through the doors to the ladies' room, swifter than any human could have seen.
2: I was no more than a breeze, a phantom. Movement at the corner of your eye. The lavatory stunk like piss and shit and vomit. The real smell of death. The rotting comes later.
0: The girl, drunk and clumsy, did not notice me standing behind her.
2: I could smell the trust, the alcohol flowing through her vans, straws in a cocktail. She
0: stumbled into a stall and began pulling down her panties before she had even closed
2: the door. I sighed and turned to the mirror to look at my reflection. Cheekbones, high, lips like blood, hair, abyss, skin so creamy you could feed it to a cat.
0: If anyone looked twice at me, if I allowed them the chance, they would be able to see that I was not human. I was nothing anyone remembered these days. I was. The door slammed open and a drunk girl stumbled out. She sloppily washed her hands and glared at me, trying to make her eyes focus. I turned to the girl and looked her over. I didn't have to
2: get her features right, not perfect, just... enough. I don't feel my body change. It is more like a cloak I put on rather than my bones reforming,
0: skin changing color. Drunkenness so clouded her vision, she didn't even notice me change into her.
2: Sleep, I whispered as I held out my arms to capture her. Don't worry. It isn't real magic.
0: It is more of a suggestion which humans cannot help obey. And she would have been collected by one of my sisters by the end of the night. We
2: can smell each other, too.
0: Girls safe on the floor. I was already out in the club. Pretending to stumble, or more likely, I was pretending to pretend I wasn't drunk. Because no drunk girl acts like she is drunk.
2: He was waiting. Watching. The want was thick on him. Eager eyes. Hungry. Hunger. Empty belly and hands, desperate for blood and pain, to feed off of it. I knew how he felt. I took up the spiked drink and downed it in one shot. You want to get out of here? He asked with his holster lips, pistol tongue. I smiled.
0: My teeth were coming out to play like kids smelling what mummy is cooking in the kitchen, running my tongue along their smooth surface, feeling their
2: sharp eagerness. I allowed him to lead me away into the night. Don't worry, I know a shortcut, he said as if I'd asked. A light rain had begun to fall. The ground became slick and shimmering. Shook,
0: shook, shook. The noise our feet made on the wet pavement as we walked down behind the club and into the bowels and back streets of the city. His grip tightened on my wrist. He seemed to grow. His hair was not as in place as it once was. His facade was slipping. I no longer stumbled but he didn't seem to care.
2: I slowed down and he gave me a forceful tug. Come on, you fucking slut, he said. But no one makes me do anything. The photograph in my pocket of the dead girl burned. I was sorry I could only kill him once, but it was okay. Once would be enough. Glancing back, baby face gone, he gave me a harsher tug. I stopped completely.
0: It always seemed to take them a few moments to realize that this wasn't going their way. As if they had wholeheartedly expected to continue their ways. As if they would not pay for their sins. As if the boogeyman wouldn't catch up with them eventually.
2: My sisters had found me. They lurked in the shadows around us. Some freshly made. Dolls
0: unable to use their new bodies yet. Others as old as I. As nimble as cats, silent as spiders. I watched the predator's face change as it dawned on him that
2: I was not moving anywhere. His eyes slid up my arm, skin pale as cream, up to my body, no longer glamoured to appear as his drunk girl. And then, my face. Fear is not the first thing to cross his face. Anger makes a show of itself. What the fuck is this? he said, puffing himself up like a cornered alley cat. A bin lid fell to the ground, the clamour echoing in the alley,
0: and I imagine how scared his prey must have been. Sickness in bellies, realization hitting them in the guts, the terror of knowing you probably won't
2: see another sunrise and they would be right. He flinches. My sisters snarl in
0: the darkness. His fear is growing, although he still grips my wrist. I wrench him in close to me and let him stare into my eyes. Fear drenches him like sweat, and I smile, showing him my rows of teeth. I... you... He pisses himself like a puppy. I used to make big speeches, telling them about how they have done wrong, and I
2: am here to make it right. I haven't done that in decades. V-V-Vamp, he stammers, body shivering, adrenaline thinning his blood, making it all more sweet. No, sweetie, we are not vampires. He looked around at the moving shadows. We are the philia sanguine. And we have come for your heart. He doesn't have time to scream as
0: I reach my hand down his throat to pull out his vocal cords and sink my teeth into his jugular. My midnight hair cascading down his back as I hold him close pulling his shivering body into mine. The warm sweetness filled my mouth and I drank. Again and again, I gulped down his nectar. My sisters joined me,
2: sharing him, tearing away his clothes, biting him all over, bloodletting, purging impurities, detoxing him of his evil
0: and filling our bellies with his life. I pulled away and allowed my sisters to have their fill. I watched him, staring at me as if he didn't know what he had done to deserve this. The light slowly fading from his eyes. This is when I used both hands to peel away the flesh on his chest like a mandarin. I tore open his ribcage.
2: Cracking bone and removed his heart. Full moon night, as bright as
0: I get to see anymore. The light stung a little, but only as much as the sun used to on Midsummer's Day. I'm not even sure if that is a memory or a dream I have retold.
2: And retold, and retold, and retold, and I could still taste him on my lips, sweet like sun-ripened fruit, cherries, peach, strawberries, apples, oranges juicy and fragrant. The scent of his blood was strong, wafting up from the bag in one hand. Spare clothes in the other. I surveyed my garden, drenched in the white moonlight. The
0: shadows of the dirt mounds rippled across the ground as far as my eye could see.
2: Thousands of them. The final resting places of monsters. The only thing we leave is the heart, and for good reason, beside the last mound I made. Crouched, shivering, naked, dirty, reborn, was the girl who had been taken by the last monster. She, my new sister, Aphilia sanguine, a blood daughter, like me. Born of the heart of her destroyer, like me. Given a second chance, like me. To go her own way, or to stay and fight, like me. It will be her choice. I went to her, slowly, gently. She was a wild animal. But I was not there to tame her. I only accept her.
0: I held a naked body against mine, and allowed her to cry. It is like being awakened from a nightmare. The pain is still fresh on your skin. The
2: fear and adrenaline still plague you. Infect you. But it fades. Like most dreams and memories. Quiet as shadows, my sisters came
0: in to collect our sibling. They would bathe her, love on her.
2: She did not need to eat. She'd already had a hearty meal. I had a job to do. Finding a new place, a spot of dirt not dug before. I knelt
0: and began digging with my hands. Tears fell in the freshly turned soil. Tears of blood. It doesn't matter how many
2: times I've done this. I always cry. Earth. Blood. Moonlit sky. My tears that I weep for the lost.
0: I took the photo of the dead girl, crime scene tape in its corner.
2: It smelled faintly of Detective Morse, my friend, my protection from the outside world. In the hole goes the photograph, and so too the heart of a monster. The dirt felt good under my fingernails, cleansing somehow. Washing me of my sins.
3: I will summon the lawyers of hell, and I will cease and desist you. I swear to...
0: Uh,
3: Well, I swear to me.
0: A duel, Peppa Pig, for the publishing rights. A contest of the occult arts.
3: Ah! Occult arts?
0: You don't even know Eliphas Levy
3: from Dumbo the Elephant.
0: Stick it in your Crowley. Oh,
3: go play tonsil hockey with a lawnmower. Guys... Azerath Metrion Zynthos! Go, go, gadget necromancy!
1: Guys! Guys, stop! What just happened? He, he did, did those- it! Holy shit!
0: It appears that someone has just reversed five of the seven days of creation. What are you
3: waiting for? Speak to your god and see if you can get this sorted
1: out. Wait, I kinda like it this way.
3: Monster Born is a production of Warped Bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: your mother's media. Thanks again to Byron F. McBride for contributing the narrative poem, The King's Maze. Check out Byron's work at driedinkribbon.home.blog.
1: And also follow him on Twitter, at driedinkribbon. Another thanks goes out to the talented Amberly Griffin for her short story, The Heart of a Monster. Weird and original that one was. Check out her stop motion animations on YouTube if you get the chance. They are worth the viewing. You can check out her blog at fuckthelemonade.com because when life gives you lemons, well, lemons aren't naturally occurring. They are a hybridization of an orange and a citron, so Facebook tells me. So some other shithead has given you the lemons. Find him. Find him and give him the lemons back. Forcefully. But in a totally nonviolent way, this is 2018 after all,
3: Rate and review, or I will send
1: you all to a moist abyss. Ugh.
0: Skin so creamy you could feed it to a cat? That's kind of weird. The erotic. The stone stacked in intricate... intricate. Meh. Only ever-curving walls obliterating at the horizon. This thought was swept away as the camera...
1: Check out her stop-motion animations on YouTube if you get a chance. They are worth the viewing. I totally butchered the if you get a chance.